listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. What's up, Colorado? Chris Lopez here. And today's podcast episode, we are talking about the market stats for September 2021 in Denver and Colorado Springs. So we'll go through the stats, the monthly stats we normally talk about. Plus, Your Castle just published their Q3 income trends for multifamily. So we'll pick a few things in there as well. And I'll be talking about the Denver market. I got my co-host, Jenny Bayless, to talk about the Springs market. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Chris. How's it going? Uh, it's a little rushed. We were. This is actually round two since I stripped the first one. So we are on a tight deadline and we're going to jump into the stats. Um, <laughs> that's what I get for not having enough caffeine. So jumping into some Denver stats, um, the biggest factor I always look, I always like to look at is inventory. I think if there's one metric to look at, that's the one I would look at. I think it's the most important one for people to walk away with as we start throwing stats numbers at people, because it just comes down to pure supply and demand, which really shows what's going to the market and can help us forecast the future. So the active inventory at the end of the month of September in Denver was just under 4,000 properties. Now in uh, August, it was about 3,600 properties. So it's an 11% increase, which sounds like a lot because 11% is a double digit percent increase. However, um, it's still not gonna move the needle in a big way that it's still a seller's market. Give you some context here. In September 2006, right before the crash, we were at over 31,000 properties in inventory. We're at 3,900 now. So we're at, I mean, a little bit more than 10% or so of the inventory of about 15 years ago. So don't hold your breath on a big crash when there's no inventory and tons of pent up demand. Now, compared to last year, uh, in 2020, our inventory is down 25%, which you know makes sense because we were going into that crazy, really, really low inventory time, and we're still in it. But the high level here is it's still a seller's market, but we're starting to see it hopefully go a little bit more in the right direction to uh, become a little bit less extreme towards the sellers. So Jenny, I mean, what's it like in the Springs? I would say pretty much the same, uh, kind of as usual, right? So um, same thing, uh, new listings, they actually went down a tiny bit between last month and this month, but still ahead of September of last year. So we're at 1677 for new listings in September 2021. Um, Total active listings is actually up from August 2021 at 961 from 844. So um, things are staying on the market a little bit longer. So that's, you know, kind of good, kind of give everyone some breathing room. Um, In terms of medium, median sales price, um, September of this year from August of this year, we're down a a percent, um, but we're still up from September of last year at almost 15%. Um, For single family homes and for condos and townhomes, uh, we're up about 19% year over year, September 2021 to September 2020 um, in price. So that's pretty significant still. Um, So definitely, you know, things are, are... starting to take a little bit of breathing room, but it's still, you know, it's still rough for, for buyers out there, especially if 
um, a property comes on the market and it's priced right and it's, you know, a nice property, it will still go um, very quickly and very aggressively. And yeah, we're seeing the same things in appreciation up, appreciation up in Denver. I mean, uh, you know, it's about 15% compared to September this year to last year. So again, I mean, that's a double digit number up about three quarters of a percent from the previous month. So we're still seeing appreciation. I think it'll definitely slow down. Um, and hopefully for the, the sake of the market, it does as well. Um, but this just kind of goes back to let's, let's tie this back to, you know, people's individuals, uh, individuals investing strategies, because, you know, investors out there all want, you know, good deals. But when you take into account the current market of a super low inventory, that just means there's fewer homes for everyone to go out there to purchase that, you know, makes it hard to go out there and find an amazing deal. And plus, just looking at the environment of this extreme supply and demand imbalance we have with super low interest rates, that drives up prices. So, you know, this is where in my point of view is, hey, look for a good deal, but understand that you want to go with the trend, which is going to be appreciation. And we're also seeing some very strong rent growth. I mean, in both markets, you know, for Springs and Denver, uh, we're starting to see some really strong rent growth from beginning this year. So if you're sitting on the sidelines wanting to buy an amazing deal, um, hey, keep hunting, keep doing that, or perhaps readjust your expectations, get the get the medium term and long term trend where the market is going and buy into the trend of the market. That is my one of my core philosophies for investing in anything, stocks, real estate, whatever it is. That's a core philosophy. A lot of our investors, that's a strategy they're focusing on now um, is to buy these assets. Um, and if they want to maximize cash flow, look at Airbnb or doing some room by room rentals. So just keep that in mind as we throw these stats out there. Um, they do sound intimidating, but realize you can't change the market. You have to adapt what you're doing in the market or go look at a different market. Would you have anything to add on there, Jenny? Nope, that was uh, really well said. All right, well, the caffeine's kicking in. Um, <laughs> so in terms of the stats here, I don't have anything else on like Denver specific, all the you know days on market, all the other stuff. It's, it's par on course we talked about in the past and goes in line with those uh, inventory trends. Is there anything else you want to mention on the monthly spring stats where we jump over the Q3 trends? No, just uh, kind of, you know, piggybacking off of what you just said. Um, there was a, an article in the Denver Post uh, in, in September that came out um, called Rising Front Range Rents Are Widespread and Will Keep Climbing. I recommend that everyone take a look at that article. Um, and then just kind of calling out real quick, it says, Colorado Springs rents are up 22% since the start of the pandemic. They don't mention what uh what month they're referring to but i'm guessing you know early spring 2020 so that's significant yeah it's a very interesting article um we'll try put in the show notes or google it but it kind of goes to um the springs and a bunch of just like sub markets around denver and it was really fascinating to see punchline is most are in double digit rent growth um is the is the executive summary of the article <laughs> so jenny we're flipping over the q3 trends here from your castle and this is for income properties, you know, multifamily. What do you want to cherry pick on here to talk about the springs? Yeah, the the 
I would say the uh, one stat that just completely jumps out to me is the average price per unit between um, Q3 of last year and Q3 of this year is up 27%. So over one year for multifamily, prices have gone up 27% since Q3 2020 and Q3 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is extremely significant. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was that that piece of information really jumped out to me. What's interesting about this is because that's actually a higher jump than the single family um, mm-hmm. that we've been talking about. And Denver, I'm going to scroll up to this page as well. I mean, Denver, uh, 2020 Q3 to 2021 Q3, we're at a measly 22%. Um, compared to your 27%. I mean, the fact that they're in the 20% range is just um, crazy in my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of this too is just, you know, once investors realized, hey, the world's not falling apart, debt is really cheap. Um, You know, like, you know, people are taking advantage of trading up um, and they are buying bigger assets by, I say, trading up, you know, selling their current property, utilizing a 1031 exchange to defer capital gains, and then buying, you know, newer and bigger properties. I mean, we have a lot of clients doing it, um, and it just makes sense from a long-term wealth building aspect. So I think there's just a lot of people who are chasing long-term returns and cheap debt, and that's driving prices up, which is how it goes. Yep. I mean, just to kind of mentioned what you you said when we were doing the market stats is that you have to adapt to what the market is giving you in a sense and the market is giving you cheap debt so um you know just kind of you have to figure out how to pivot and what's uh another stat that jumped out at me here for denver you know same time frame uh q3 versus q3 last year the number of multi-units sold is up 51 percent so i mean that's a huge amount and the springs, oh, you're up exactly 27%, the same as the average price per unit. So, yeah. I mean, up a huge amount. And again, both are just, it goes back with inventory, supply and demand, lots of demand, not a whole lot of supply in there as well. So we got a few minutes left, Jenny. Um, anything else from the uh, trends that you want to jump out and discuss? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I would say that everything is kind of in line with what we've been seeing. Nothing is surprising, um, you know, from a numerical standpoint, just based on how, how the market feels uh, being in it. So I don't really have anything else to add. How about yourself? Yeah, the one last thing I want to add is just um, I like the rent and vacancy slide that your castle puts together. And this is slide, well, I guess, 14 and 15. And we're talking about this on the screen. This will be in the show notes and you guys can download it. Or if you can't find it, just email it to us and we can send you the PDF. Um, but, you know, historically, when you look at rent and vacancy, I know for Denver, when vacancies below 6%, we can see strong rent growth. Um, when it's above 6%, rent growth really starts slowing down. And, you know, the last couple of years, it's been vacancy has been trending up. Uh, but then this year, vacancy has trended down significantly. Um, you know, vacancy is at 3.7% currently. So it's actually gone down, which indicates strong rent growth. And if you look at the... If you guys are able to see this graph, you know, it shows a vacancy and below it, it shows the the rent based off apartment buildings. Uh, I mean, right at, uh, you know, halfway through 20, 
20 or right towards the end of 2020, it basically just kind of goes up a flight of stairs. You know, just the the graph goes up. And so we're seeing uh, rents soar again as well. And I think you're seeing the same thing in the springs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So vacancy is down the springs, rents up there as well, which just corresponds to... Um, you know, what we're talking about, the inventory side for the prices, but that's the thing we have to keep in mind as investors. A lot of times people just look at prices. Oh, great. They're going up, but rents are going up as well. And when that happens and you're on, you know, 30 year fixed debt for smaller properties or, you know, a seven year fixed debt for a, you know, bigger property, you've got years of a fixed interest rate, which is your biggest expense. And again, you ride the rent growth, you ride the rent growth. All right. Well, I think that's everything. So, Jenny, thank you. I appreciate uh, you hopping on this call and uh, bearing with me on my uh, uh, technical difficulties in the beginning. So, thank you. And listeners out there, if you guys have questions on the market data, reach out to me, reach out to Jenny. If you're trying to figure out which market to invest in, reach out to both of us. We often help clients compare both. Um, and you know, sometimes it makes the most sense to be agnostic, especially if you're in a 1031 exchange. Other times, you know, one market is more attractive towards an investor for various reasons. So we love sitting down and helping people understand which market and which asset class is the great uh, a great selection for them. So reach out, me, Jenny, the rest of the team, we work together, help you understand the facts and go out there and do the next transaction to build your real estate portfolio. So you can go to the website, fill up the investment consultation or click the show notes and reach out to us or just email us. Either way, we would love to connect. So everyone, thank you so much and we'll see you next month.